0: Welcome to Headliners. I'm Simon Evans. Joining me tonight, one of Scotland's finest comedians, Jojo Sutherland. Our first show together. Not your first show. Not my first show, but my, our first, first. combo, yes. and one of Tesco's finest. It says here. I don't know why they
1: needlessly insult you, Josh. I mean, Cos- I'm a Costco guy. I don't know why. I don't mind being compared to a supermarket. Of all the things
0: that you scream, it's not like massive overweening ego that needs taking down a notch before we've even begun. Oh my are just beating, beating me down.
1: into the ground
2: here. <laughs> undermining you.
1: Oh,
2: you
0: actually do blend into the background rather terrifying.
1: This is my this know. is my GB no News outfit. Blue. Oh gosh, yeah, because I wanted my Ooh. I just wanted my shiny <laughs> head to really really shine this out like a green That's a lot screen, of colour
2: coordination That's, going on. It's thank, beautiful.
0: Yeah. I, on the other hand, have got the full range of GB News colours. I've got the white beard, the red tie, the blue jacket. I am mm. the persona. The, the living embodiment Absolutely. of GB News. Absolutely. And, and of Great Britain herself.
2: I've this. gone with grey, which is very Scottish heritage.
0: Like the colour <laughs> of the backs <laughs> of mirrors, the Scottish skies. So... Uh, let's take a look at tomorrow's front pages. We have a slightly select uh, selection this evening. I think one or two of the papers are possibly uh, uh, reshaping their front page mm. um, to um, to accommodate the uh, number one story we'll be taking a look at very shortly. But in the meantime, we go first with the Daily Telegraph and we look to the future with confidence and enthusiasm. That is obviously relating to... Uh, the, uh, the Queen there, who is sitting there with her lovely, uh, beautiful, pressed... Uh, somewhere between a coat and a dress. Only the Queen can get away with outfits like that. And the story there about uh, taking your bags abroad to avoid delays as well. Then we have The Guardian. Changes to Essex code. Uh, fuel mistrust, Prime Minister is warned. And there is a picture of uh, Amber Heard, who has lost her libel case, is £15 million Dollars in the hole. We'll be covering that very shortly as well. The Financial Times, Diamond. Don't know who that is, uh, so the bit luck like me with the gold Diamond tells investors hurricane is bearing down on global economy. Diamond is obviously an authority on these things. There's a tactical move there as Ukraine waits on US arms and pretend to work somewhere else, Musk warns Tesla's office shy staff. We will be taking a look at that. The Daily Mirror has suddenly come out as extraordinarily patriotic. Uh, for our Queen, for our Britain, there is a... Uh, Flag lined maul or mal. I can never remember which one that is. Wife, mother, grandmother, and monarch. Daily Express also, perhaps more predictably, in the same mood. A grateful nation salutes you, ma'am. Brave, strong, utterly unshockable. She grew into the perfect queen. The Sun also has that same photograph. Don't you just love her? I'm not sure that quite lands. Queen kicks off the party. Harry and Meghan jet in. And the Daily Star once again throws a curveball. Unexpected pilot in the baggage area. There's some fella there fiddling around uh, with the luggage when he should be flying the plane, presumably. And I'm a celeb, get me out of here. We will also be covering uh, Mr Zuma's. Uh, humiliations. So those are the headlines such as we have. Let's take a look inside the papers. So uh, no, no question which is the top story on Twitter or in terms of the, the gossip going around, but the front pages don't seem to have caught up with it yet, with the exception of The Guardian. Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Veritas nunquam periette was uh, Johnny Depp's uh, statement, <laughs> which means um, I think the truth uh, will not be vanquished. Anyway, trial of the century, comes to a conclusion. The verdict is in. This is from The uh, the Guardian, Jojo.
2: Uh, well, I have one from The Telegraph. Oh,
0: go ahead then.
2: Um, yes, yeah, so it is finally culminated in a um, result between Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Which has gone on for weeks, and we've mm. all become slightly obsessed with it mm. because we love a little nosy into other people's lives. Between that and Whacko Christie. To oh, be honest, I know, though. isn't There's it?
0: Very little time to concentrate
2: on life yeah. issues. <laughs> yes. No. Anything of actual. Well, this was an important case actually because, you know, um, Amber Heard had made very serious allegations against Johnny Depp, which have today been uh, found to be you know, fake or mm. that she'd made them up. Mm. So I find it quite interesting that her sort of words afterwards saying, you know, she was very disappointed and it was beyond words, but also that she felt that the whole issue of domestic violence and and, uh, women um, being taken seriously had Mm. put the whole, you know, thing of um, domestic violence back several, several years. Women would not now feel confident. Absolutely. But that, I mean, she's just been found guilty of lying. Yeah. So... Amber Heard, you have put this situation back because you've done you've done nothing for women. You've made false allegations mm. and then made it really difficult. You've made it difficult.
0: You know? I'm afraid that is the only uh, conclusion you can come to unless you feel that justice has somehow not been done in court. But there was a point at which her counsel, when he was summing up, said to the jury... If you think they were both violent, yeah. then that means the verdict is in her favour. Mm-hmm. If you think that she was ever the victim of, of abuse, regardless of how many times she may have abused Depp, mm-hmm. you must find for her. Yeah. And they found for him.
2: Yeah.
0: The, the question, I suppose, what some people will ask is, did the jury obey that? Diction that 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 uh, rationale, or did they just think, well, yes, but actually she has been she's been out of order
2: because I think it is quite obvious that it was a volatile relationship. I mean, there's yeah. no getting away from that. It doesn't
0: seem
2: that way. Um, but when it comes into you know you know tit for tat, if you like, but yeah. if you know it goes into a court of law, and I know it was civil proceedings, but I don't know. I thought it, maybe she could have faced jail mm. for for lying, and. You know, I didn't watch it relentlessly, but, you know, it keeps popping up on TikTok. You know, seeing clips... Yeah, of it. yeah. And, you it's know, interesting
0: you mentioned TikTok. I mean, there was one uh, statistic mentioned on a, a news website which said that there's about 20 million people a night watch this case on one or other news network. There have been 20 billion views on
2: TikTok of
0: the various sort of clips. and uh, Which in
2: itself you kind of go, is that slightly manipulative because Mm. you're just getting little clips out of context, you're getting reaction shots, you know, they're being manipulated so people can come to their own judgment and go, yeah, she's a lying wench. Um, what do you so think, yeah. Josh? Well, yeah, I mean, so what,
1: what she's been found is of, of basis def- defamation, like it's compensation charges. And
0: indeed, defecation. Yeah, de- <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah yes. exactly. Yeah. Uh,
1: so, because she wrote in a Washington Post article, she said she's uh, described herself as a public figure representing domestic abuse. Mm. Of course, that is now kind of true. It's just mm. not the way that she wanted it to be. No, that's right. Uh, uh, I have been following it to a degree, but it's like you'd see a video that was like, "Oh well, she's really abusive," and then you'd see him smashing cupboards, and you go, "Wait a minute, that's a little bit dodgy." Yeah. And then you'd see her again, so it just seems like a massively toxic relationship. And they'd and both then, done better to keep it out. Yeah, of the and at some point, I just kind of tune out because. Aquaman was rubbish, so I don't care about that. (laughs) You know, Pirates of the Caribbean has been terrible for years. So there was just a point where I was like, you know what, Johnny Depp, is he going to make another good movie anyway? Is she really that good an actress? Not really on the stand. So actually, I just don't care anymore.
0: No, I think that's fair enough. What is interesting, though, is that she was, I think, commissioned, possibly as an ambassador, as it were, for Mm. domestic movies by the ACLU. Mm. Yeah. And in that regard, they, their reputation is oh, well. more significant
1: than, absolutely. than hers. Absolutely, and, and they're getting a lot of stuff frustrated. wrong at the moment—not yeah. just this domestic.
2: Violence. And I think that's a frustration, uh, yeah. particularly for women, and personally, someone who, you know, is a survivor of domestic violence, right. that it is so frustrating to yeah. have women undermine the cause because yeah. it has to be highlighted. Domestic violence is a massive cancer in societies around the world, and so for someone like this, it. Just as, oh, why, yeah, must you know? Broad. Meanwhile, with bleak
0: news for those of us hoping to make a break for it this summer, uh, this is from tomorrow's Telegraph as well, Josh.
1: 150 flights cancelled today. <sighs> and, the, 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 and the more upsetting thing is, for a lot of these people, this is their first holiday in years. Yeah. You know, we, I feel really lucky that we managed to get away uh, in, uh, in the last holidays for a week, it was just heaven. It was like my kid's first time on the plane. It was so exciting. And to think of all these families trapped at airports and stuff because the fact is, these you know, these companies, these airlines didn't get their acts together. And now they're saying, oh, don't take stuff away with you, essentially, just p- take a backpack. Don't don't put anything that needs to go into the hold because we've got, not got enough people. How do you not know? Like, the, the information is there booked months and months in advance. You know how many people are coming on your plane. You know how many flights are going away. So you know how many people you're going to need. What is their problem? Well,
0: I suppose, and I don't know if this is it, but it's similar to the rest of the hospitality industry that, that, that a lot of staff left the country. Entirely, didn't they? During the furlough arrangements, it was yeah. they realised that they could continue to claim the wages.
1: Well, I know. I mean, a lot of people. I don't know if it's they necessarily have gone to other countries. It's just a lot of people were actually left their jobs. They didn't get yeah. paid at all, and they got fired. Yeah. So that seemed. That's what it says here. Is the problem is that they fired all these people. And now they didn't do enough but rehiring. But the answer
0: usually, if you're short staff, the first thing you think is, well, what are we going to have to offer them to lure people yeah. back in? There are usually a few people around who will do this work, but you maybe have to improve the conditions
2: in order to get them in. But that's been part of the problem, isn't it? This yeah. sort of fire and rehire, so the conditions yeah. are far less and you know, the money's much below the... What it was. I mean, the, part
0: of the argument. I don't know this is whether they've blamed Brexit, but part of the argument for Brexit was that uh, people who were on the lower end of the the earnings scale mm. were complaining that people would come from poorer countries where they had lower expectations and could possibly send their money home and so on, who were undercutting them, right? Mm. So you stop Brexit, stop freedom of movement, and then these people's wages will go up, right? Mm. That. The, the yeah. first half of that seems to have happened, <laughs> yeah. and then the second half—they go, "Oh, we, we're not going to pay you anymore." No, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. know, and so, and so, we, I mean, I think most people would accept cheap flights to Spain or whatever are absurdly cheap now. I mean, for, there's always running stories saying it's it's cheaper to fly to Madrid than it is to get from London to mm. Manchester yeah, yeah, the railway, yeah. right? Mm. But just put the price up by ten quid a ticket, and and, and I Prove the the offer that you can make to the baggage handlers. You would probably have this problem solved, right?
1: Well, they just. I think they just. I think it's also a logistical problem. Right. They haven't managed to hire the number. Nope. Of, they yeah. haven't been organised enough.
2: That. Yeah. But I sometimes think as well that there's You know, it's a race to the bottom to take people for granted and pay yeah, yeah. lesser wages. And treat people appallingly. Hmm. And it does and psychologically, if you just pay yeah. people more, you get loyalty. Well, so if you want a zero hour contract, the main appeal of working
0: mortgage, the main appeal of working for a budget airline in the baggage handling thing is the fantastic vehicles you get to drive around on the forecast. <laughs> like, those <laughs> things with like a sort of an
1: elevator stair. You should go work for their HR department. We'll definitely do it There's for a no, brilliant
2: Twitter account that has something about um well, the baggage machine is broken today, so we're going to have to trash your <laughs> <stuff> <laughs> baggage by hand. We'll be doing it with a pitchfork.
0: <laughs> Thursday's Times now, Jojo, Jojo to mm-hmm. Bojo, and uh, further reflections on Downing Street. My wine glasses.
2: Yeah, I'm fascinated by all of this because you know the furor goes on about it, and the, the emotional response. Obviously, people mm. that weren't able to see their loved ones or, you know, to, to do certain things because of the restrictions. And so the galling response that, you know, all along that Boris Johnson and AIDS um, were having parties. The thing I've, And I get the emotional response. You know, somebody wasn't able to do something because of the restrictions and they broke the rules. Mm. But I'm fascinated by why the people that made the rules were breaking the rules. The the people that put the fear of God into Mm. a nation, where people are still terrified. So, what's the news today? Has he been on Mum's net? Is that Mm. correct? Um, He was on Mum's net. He's very. What I love about him, he keeps saying that you know it was a miserable party and nobody was having any fun and I didn't have any cake and (laughs) you know it is that. And
1: it's his wife who organised it, so you know he's going to get it in the neck when he gets home. So (laughs) I've organised this party for you and you're slagging (laughs) me off.
0: I had a terrible party during uh, my, my first birthday in, in lockdown the, my wife and two children were out around the back table in the in the garden and my wife had set up a zoom meeting with two other families who were all totally locked <laughs> yeah. down in the back garden and it was just awful. Actually. I actually had to go over and just switch it off after 10 <laughs> minutes. It was so awkward. I feel sorry for him. I mean, not enough is being heard from people, you know, like myself, who were quite grateful to have a good excuse not to have to go and visit loved ones mm. during lockdown. I think there were an awful lot I of were people... like, quite see quite you later, bad. Dad. Yeah. You know what, Dad?
1: <laughs> we never got on, mate. <laughs> uh, it's so forget it.
2: But I think he's constantly just having... He's going on, Mum's He's going yeah. to all these different places to kind yeah. of go, they, they, oh, like, you know, Oh, sorry. They
1: laid into him. Transplant. They laid into him. You had normal people I there. Know. It's not journalists, it's yeah, yeah, moms, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. They, they got him.
0: Still my mother's mm. proudest moment is when she was there with the Women's Institute, the WI, the day they took on Tony Blair, I don't know if you remember that, and he got up and he was he was giving a keynote address at the WI, you know, Women's Institute annual conference, and he decided to make it a little bit political, and they literally booed him.
1: Don't mess with the ladies, but...
2: Absolutely, I think that's- I
1: just like here he says that one of the aunts, he said, uh, he would not abandon the project. And I just think, what pro- the project, what project, yeah. keep my job. There that is no
0: project. There is no project. He's no famously the least vision-enhanced <laughs> prime
2: minister of modern <laughs> times. Uh,
0: tomorrow's Daily Mail, Josh. Finally, uh, the left's favourite supervillain is now demanding people actually show up to work the beast. Mm. I know, it's
1: terrible. Uh, so Elon Musk is basically saying to his staff, like, and we're not talking about his staff who work in the factories, the actual people who do real, yeah. proper jobs... Uh, he's talking to his white-collar staff, yep. people like us who just get away with it. <laughs> Lucky. Uh, say, go into the office for 40 hours a week or or get out of here. Mm. And, you know, fair enough. He's got people in the factory. But then you... I, I like him. And then you read some things that are just, mm. like, super dodgy as well. Like, because in China, they're doing the lockdowns and everything. They've got that zero COVID thing. So there are people in his factories who are literally living and sleeping in his factories, doing 12-hour shifts. Mm. That don't sound like a nice life. No. That does not sound like a healthy way to do it. And I understand they've got to make cars and demand and whatever, but you're just thinking... Where are these factories? In China.
0: You see, the thing about this is, Josh, I've explained this to you many times, it's basically economics... It's impossible for any manufacturer such as Tesla to go into a country like China and yeah. offer significantly better working conditions than all the other employers there. It creates... It OK, I, I, look,
1: I, I understand that. But I, whatever, whichever, whatever the reasons are, mm. people living for weeks on end in a factory and sleeping in sleeping bags on the the factory floor doesn't sound...
0: They have nets outside the window to catch suicides. But, you know, that's... that's But it's like Amazon. But that doesn't make it right, is what
1: I'm saying. And I don't think when he starts preaching about the stuff and other parts of his company have things like that, you're going to go, I'm not going to necessarily listen to you for moral guidance.
0: Either he takes the factory out of China, Mm. he could do that. Yes. Put the factory back into Detroit, that would be great. I mean, that would be a vote winner, right? Yeah. But as long as
2: the
1: factory is in China, they will have... I I don't care because I can't afford a Tesla anyway. So charge another 50 grand for it, what, what difference does it make for me?
2: But you're saying that because of the conditions in China that it would be frowned upon for him to have better no, just not working conditions. Just not possible. But that's insanity. I know. It's insanity. That, again, well, no, insanity. That's sanity. Do you know, that we just make more and more people you know, poor and spread this really unpleasant yep. working conditions around the world. And yep. we're becoming more and more accepting. And even a country like the UK... I was always against globalisation,
0: Jojo. I wish Nixon had never gone to China, let alone... Ah, North you're going West. old school I'm now. Afraid, that's it. <laughs> it now. And welcome back to the Headliners. With me, Simon Evans, we have Jojo Sutherland and Josh Howie. Let's get back into it. Thursday's Sun Jojo sentencing news, and once again, it sounds like the judge has failed to read the room.
2: Mm-hmm, exactly, and uh, Zuma has been uh, kicking cats around like a football. Mm-hmm. I always fascinated by things like, that. how did that ever come to be known? Did somebody
1: put? His, that yes, off? his brother filmed it, thought it was really funny. funny, and not only did they do that, he sent it to a to a woman he was having meant to have a date with that night, and said, "Hey, look at this," and she went, "You know what?" Let's count, let's call off tonight. That's like a slight red flag. If you get like someone sending you a video of you like kicking a cat or your friend kicking a cat, you're like, you yeah. know what? Maybe this isn't going to work out.
0: It's weird though, isn't it? How people have different ideas about what cats really are. I suppose I what, think. as
1: opposed to well, objects or
0: whether they are. I mean, some some nation street oh, food. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, yes, absolutely. I mean, I mean, kept- the British are famously sentimental about their animals. We mm-hmm. swung too far the other way, arguably, about getting the pets out ahead of some of the interpreters in Afghanistan, you know. But, I mean, there's obviously there's a sweet spot that most people would agree with, and there's needless abuse is obviously horrific. But I just wonder whether there is some... whether some people just don't have that... I don't know, what, what would you call it? Like the gene that makes you understand that... Yeah, just that, I mean, so that, have, that, you know... I them, mean, I could never they, do it, and I yeah, really yeah. do get cross with cats yowling outside the house Oh, no, absolutely. And foxes
2: and stuff, and if they, they jump c- up on you and you kind of push yeah, them away, yeah. but not in a violent oh. and aggressive... The deliberate. only time
0: I would ever kick a dog is when it's trying to bite my dog. I do go mm. out, I have a very gentle dog, but he mm. is uncut, you know, mm. so he gives off a bit of... Um, the pheromones, I think. some of the I have alcohol. the same problem. Do this you?
1: happens to me all the time. Yeah. Suddenly they're coming cut. for you. <laughs>
0: yeah. alpha, it is similar actually to being a male comic because I tell you, I don't know if you've ever had this in a comedy club. You do a set, like a 20 minute set in a mm. comedy club. You go to the bar afterwards and have a drink. On that stage, you've been a bit alpha because you have to, to command the room, right? Mm-hmm. But you and I, we're not really alpha people at all. And you stand at the bar and some bloke will come up to you and feel he needs to Stunt, like, yeah, 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 like uh, yeah, let no, uh, we'll just let, <laughs> let his girlfriend know that actually, you know, all right, mate, I thought you were quite funny. Yeah. You want know yeah, 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 to yeah, like, yeah. Anyway, we're getting <laughs> off the point. He has received what, like uh, half a day's wages. Half a yeah. day's wages. Five, yeah.
2: I mean, again, it is that sort of, You know, it is People that? People wanted of moral a custodial
1: thing. sentence. Yeah, but yeah he's, I mean, he's got a twelve-month community order, 180 hours unpaid work. That's something. But come on, man, this is, this is just not on. He's lost a kind of sponsorship deals. He's lost Adidas, he's lost Vitality UK, he's lost Whiskers. Yeah. That last one's a joke, by the way. There uh, was a great
0: picture of him. Uh, it was like Puma, you know, the, the brand, but they yeah. changed it to Zuma, obviously, and then, and then he was kicking it, and so it was like a cat. You know, they have yeah. the cat, and it was being kicked. I mean, that's but you that's standard well More because, than the fine,
2: because <laughs> yeah. of what he does and who he is, that he you know gets a lesser. I mean, yeah. remember the the woman that put the cat in the bin.
1: Yeah, yeah. The whole life destroyed. It what did, killed, what happened so... to her? Was she put in the dock? What was in was in the... No, the... I, yeah. I mean, she was jailed.
0: Yeah. Was she jailed? So. Not in a bit. I don't know if she was jailed, but no. But
2: yeah, but but the... I think her life has but been the repercussions yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. were. And she just far had a worse. weird rush of blood, didn't she as well? It was yeah. a
2: strange. And you can kind of understand in context. You know, like you say, if a dog attacks, you're yeah, just yeah. Sort of, you know, jerk reaction is to sort of yeah, like. Yeah, but she
1: literally just <laughs> just, just cool. walking. It was unprovoked. She just saw really a cat. Strange.
2: And the scene with this guy just kicking a cat. While well, also just thinking it's filming it and thinking it's entertainment. Thinking it's yeah.
1: funny. Thinking
0: it
2: improves your brand. Yeah. And I think there is something missing in someone's yeah, yeah. brain that they can't see
0: the... would be interesting to know. Maybe there'll be a story later on in the show. <laughs> Tomorrow's Daily Star, Josh. Heartwarming news for those of us on the wrong side hey. of 50.
1: Yeah, Chinese scientists have uh, created vampire mice. Yeah. that get younger. Um, now, this is the bit that actually I feel a little bit nauseous saying. Like, I thought it was just they were just taking the blood from younger mice. Yeah. I could, that sounds to me fine. I've got five kids. Yeah. I'm sure they'll donate, you know, a well, couple like, of... Couple Suck of pints to me. Yeah, give me a pint. Yeah. Get some younger blood. That sounds all good. But this is—they actually attached in the mice together. They're Ooh. like in um, human centipede. Centipede. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, I no, get no, a bit. No, I, I get a bit freaky about no, that, that stuff. No, that is weird. So yeah. they
0: had like an artery and vein. Yeah, vein. and all that
1: stuff. And basically, the like interesting thing structure. was the blood made the older mice younger, but the old blood made the um, younger mice older. And I think that's the first time this has been proved and then you can work. So it could have long-term effects, not just in terms of like, oh, older people have to get new blood, but if they can work out what it is about older blood that makes people older or or makes younger things older, then they can help you. (laughs) So good luck, you two. <laughs> Hopefully yeah. th- they figure it out soon. This falls into that group,
0: but where did I read about this? It was only a couple of days ago. Somebody saying there are all these amazing things. Oh, it was a chap talking about longevity. Essentially, it was the same thing, mm. talking about longevity and what they call health span. So not like lifespan, but how long do you actually stay mm. healthy and, and vibrant, you know, and active. And he said so many experiments that work with mice just don't scale up. You know, they, they talk like calorie limitation. If you, if you severely limit the number of calories in a mouse's diet down to about a third of what it would eat if there was a buffet available all, at all times, mm. its lifespan doubles, you know. You'd go, wow, this is amazing. That's all we needed to do. And it just doesn't scale up at all. Our, our you know, biology... Different species. But also the sheer size, the
1: scale, the physical scale of animals is has an enormous yeah. impact on whether... Well, I, is, what I was hoping was that I was going to get some little baby mice and they would yeah. sort of sew them onto my head. Exactly. And that blood would uh, yeah. re right get us right all here, get right. this all going again around here. But
2: what is our obsession with living longer and I mean, would you want to be hundred and thirty or I wouldn't
0: 140? mind I wouldn't mind I'd, I'd take... just living to eighty, but living well all the way to Living 80. well. Uh, yeah. Yes.
1: I want to see the new Pirates of the Caribbean be a movie. <laughs> you, a, I, I want to see Johnny uh, Depp back. Come back. That's what I want to get. That's that's yeah, what I'm yeah. waiting around for. to well, see Zuma,
0: Catbin Lady, and Johnny Depp all <laughs> appearing? in some <laughs> massive. <laughs> I will die a happy man. Jojo, far be it for me to revel in the discomfort of our publicly funded competitors. However, mm-hmm, the BBC mm-hmm. have been yeah. wrapped.
2: Well, they have been wrapped because, as once again, there always seems to be a furor around the trans debate, and yeah. this strange um, that right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Um but yes, that lesbians were feeling pressured into having sex with trans women, which I always thought was... Nobody... Well, people do try to pressure you into sex in every, you know, whichever way... Yeah, it's week, usually men. But it's usually men too to it's it. a,
0: And it's men on this occasion. It is men oh. on this, yes. But what the BBC did, which was egregious, was they didn't simply report the testimony of
1: these women, they changed the pronouns, pronouns. that we used. Yeah. Ah, now, this is a separate thing, and I wanted to talk about yeah. that. But that's, that's not that's the, the complaint... No, no, that's not the and issue the at all. Is oh. this, has been an, this has been... Basically, the article came out, created a huge furore, Lots of trans activists basically swamp the BBC with complaints saying this is disgusting, this never happens. I have seen so multiple examples of of trans women making videos saying this is what we want. They've done workshops about it, trying to get lesbians to sleep with trans women and they call them bigots if they don't. Yeah. So it's a ridiculous thing, it's real, it happens. This article is one thing that they're basically saying, so all those complaints went in, they looked at it and they said there are two things, well actually they said, this article here, The Guardian, is saying they said there were three things. No, they didn't. Mm. They came up with two things. The two things are, one is the headline, yeah. which actually isn't tr- basically saying it's implying that trans women are trying to pressure women. Well, no, they are. You yeah. just have to look online to see yeah. that. And the second thing was they quoted a study by a uh, gender-critical um, activist movement saying that, that basically the study wasn't, didn't have enough people. They were like questioning lesbians and saying, have you felt coerced into having sex? Yeah. And they were basically saying that that study wasn't big enough to be able to make a, a grand yeah. scheme of thing. So they're not actually saying that this stuff is wrong at all, even though trans activists are going to try and pretend that that's the case. But the separate thing, the thing that you're talking about a few days ago was the BBC interviewed... These lesbians, and one of the lesbians said that she, when she was raped, and she's talking about this being raped by this man yeah. with a penis, and they changed the journalists changed it, not the original journalist, but the but the editors or whatever changed it to a he to a she. So they're changing. To they actually. Oh, to they. Well, they. Yeah. So the point they changed the. Uh, the, the the words of a rape victim. Yeah. And that is disgusting.
2: It's absolutely appalling. Very, but also the idea that, you know, anyone being coerced into sex by any gender mm. or is is wrong, but the, for the results of that to be that they, you're a bigot if you're not coerced, it's...
0: It's very... I mean, this is... It's crazy. A, it's a very Mind-holly. fiercely contested front at the moment, isn't it? Because a, a big part of the reason for that, I think, is that the trans activist lobby, the pro-trans lobby, not only, like, claiming trans rights and so on, and, and, and trans women are women... and Basically, and when you
1: ask them, by the way, what trans rights do you want... No one's ever going exactly. to say anything. But, but a big part of
0: their, their, uh, their campaign and their, their project is to present trans people as inevitably the victims in any situation. Mm. They are inevitably the marginalised, the vulnerable. In a situation such as this, where a trans woman is essentially coercing and using emotional blackmail, it amounts to. Mm. If you if you won't sleep with me, you're as good as telling me I'm not a real woman. Yeah. You know, how, do you want that on your conscience? And you know, but that, but it's that kind accusation. of element. That's exactly you what it is. The accusation and of
2: being a turf and all the things yeah. that come with that, you know, when people just throw out the word race, it's the stain on and people's characters. Can
1: I just say one final thing? That Stonewall have changed the definition yeah. of homosexuality to same gender attracted, yeah. not same sex attracted. And just, lots of lesbians and gay men are going... Whoa! Wait a minute. I'm not same gender attracted. I like the bodies.
0: Yeah.
1: You know. And let's just not pretend that that's not the, the case.
0: Fair play. Sticking with the Guardian, Josh. It seems the police are no better at cracking down on misbehavior in their own ranks than they are at nabbing actual villains.
1: Yeah. So one percent of complaints made about the police over the last year have now led to proceedings. So one percent. One percent. So one in a hundred complaints. Now, yes, I imagine We're trying that... to
0: keep a clean sheet, but one yeah, percent yeah. got through. There
1: are there are going to be some false complaints. And there are going to be people who are being... Rescued. I'm going to make a complaint about you. I've seen it. You know, you see Absolutely. it happen. That sure Yeah, exactly. But of that, the police record at the moment, and for some of the individuals... And it's a hard job. And yes, I'm sure the far majority of the police are great at their job and they're doing a job that I can't do. Mm. But there are some dodgy coppers out there. Yep. And they are getting through the cracks. And we are seeing people being murdered, raped, some very dodgy things, and they are not being... Court account, So there's obviously some failing somewhere within the system about bringing these people to life. Yeah,
0: I think that's always been the case in the police. Is a culture of, uh, of closing ranks, isn't it? And, closing um, ranks, same know.
2: in the military, but yeah. also the idea that the police investigate themselves has always sat really badly with me. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, <laughs> my mate... No, my mate didn't do that. Would you you like, know?
0: Uh, what's it called, the uh, uh, line of duty...
2: You've watched that series? I haven't. you never watched that? No, that's I've caught a couple of, yes. No, no, no. But again, I'm interested in think... one
0: thing and one thing only, and that's bent coffers. Per-
2: that's <laughs> but again, it's always quite frustrating with these figures and numbers, like you say, 92%. You kind of go, but can we, rather than these sort of shocking statistics, yeah. what is that made up of? Yeah. Because then that gives a very different picture. So it is Yes, if the, if
0: like ninety seven percent of them, as you say, are vexatious and trivial, then mm. it does not so serious, yeah. is it? Yeah. But yeah. And welcome back to Headliners with me, Simon Evans, JoJo Sutherland and Josh Howie. So let's crack on with Daily Mail. Josh, yet further confirmation that we are through the looking glass in all sorts of interesting ways these days. Absolutely. Joe so, Rogan.
1: Yeah, Joe Rogan. Uh, basically, as a big furore a few months ago, uh, quite a few artists, Joni Mitchell and others, uh, Neil Young basically said if, if, you, if he's going to be on Spotify, and by the way, Joe Rogan has a $200 million deal, so I don't think he's going anywhere, then we're pulling our music. They pulled their music, they're off, he's mm-hmm. still successful. There you go. But what he said about this experience, Joe Rogan, uh, on his podcast, is that it was Fox News, i.e., the right in America, mm. that protected his right for free speech, his right to talk about COVID. What's interesting about him as a, I mean, he's a funny comedian, but also as, as a as a broadcaster, I guess, mm. which is what he is. Um, he's. It's not that he's right wing at all. He says he says himself he's a he's a lefty, mm. but. He's willing to talk stuff through. And that means when you are investigating these things, some things you get right, some things you get wrong. And what he does do is he takes new information and changes his mind accordingly. As opposed to everybody else, you're in your tribe, you're in your camp, and you better think that, and that's the way it is. So he's basically found out that, yeah, right now it's flipped, where it used to be the left was liberal and believed in free speech. Now it's the right who is saying you can talk and there is more freedom on the right to express these things. Yeah. In America, certainly, when it comes to things like the trans issue, whatever, that, it's definitely the right who've taken the cause there. And I'm not saying there aren't bigots on the right, and there, but in my experience now, there are bigots on the left. Yeah. The weird well. thing is, Joe Rogan, I
0: mean, he's <coughs> never presented himself as a serious news commentator. He's yeah, got this fantastically popular podcast. I listen to it quite often and not as often as when it was on YouTube, which would be my preferred platform. But... Um, <laughs> nine out not nine out of 10 at least half of it is like one of his favorite returning guests is a guy called Graham Hancock who mm. believes that there was a great civilization 12,000 years ago that was wiped out a kind of atlantis thing mm. and he's written dozens of books about you know maps that exist of the shoreline of antarctica that couldn't possibly have been no, no, do you know what I mean? This kind of stuff. Mm. This is not like he's not presenting himself as an alternative to the Washington Post. No, he's, he's like he's like a guy who takes a big hit on a he, bong and goes, "Wow!" Well, yeah, so do you think Jesus was say. a magic mushroom? Yeah. You
2: know, and that's he's facilitating it yeah. more you know. Of course, he has his own opinions, but <clears throat> very much debating with people who have very different opinions yeah. to him, and like you say, changing the mind.
0: But I mean, like it's, he's a hippie. He's not. Yeah. He's not like some guy who's kind of trying to. Change people's minds. Well, they kind of get drugs approved. It's like he's he's wanted marijuana to be legalized forever. Yeah. He's wanted psychedelics to be used for curing mm. depression. Do you know what I mean? Mm. He's he has he's coming in from that angle, which is definitely a left wing angle, mm. right? Mm. It's that is one hundred percent
2: a traditional left wing trope. But one of the things he's been most sort of accused accused of is misinformation about the vaccines, mm. yeah. and that's why Neil Young, you know, floated that. Yeah, yeah. But, but Neil Young should love the stuff about absolutely. all of that. Absolutely. But know. the thing that I find, again, fascinating is that all this misinformation about, about vaccines, I know most people in this country, when they first took a vaccine, took a vaccine because they were told it would block transmission yeah. and they couldn't catch COVID. Yeah. Well, who's who's spreading the misinformation? Exactly because we right. now can prove that the people were lying. To. Absolutely correct. Yeah. And I'd just say one more
1: thing is like his point about... The, re- the right basically not being the suppressive party anymore, and this is yeah. why Musk and people are so afraid of him taking over Twitter. It's a yeah. point that's been made before. It's not even an original point to me. But but what it is is that the left are kicking up such a, a hoo-ha about Musk taking over Twitter, not because they're afraid of being mm. censored, mm. but because the ideas that they don't like are not going to be censored not anymore. Be
0: censored. You're absolutely right. Jojo, this is another Hollywood movie. falls foul of China's somewhat touchy attitude to the truth in certain positions. This is another misinformation story, I guess. Yes, it is, isn't
2: it? And uh, they want uh, the uh, the Top Gun sequel maybe banned in the lucrative Chinese market because the actor wears a leather jacket featuring the Taiwanese flag in the film.
0: I mean, he's lucky they don't shoot down some Chinese jets (laughs) in the course of the Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
2: But it is this, you know, this... uh, Continually continual. It's relentless. People Mm. going, no, I don't like that. We're trying to rewrite history. We're trying Mm. to erase history. We're trying to pretend that things don't happen when they do. And the idea that we sanitise the world around us and that we expect everyone just not to say anything and walk around tiptoeing on eggshells is the start of lunacy.
1: Although I do think it's interesting because they're saying that this might be an example of finally Hollywood not. Katowing to China uh, by leaving that stuff in. Now, whether they they haven't actually got a release date for China. China only takes a certain number of Hollywood movies a year. Um, But it's an interesting idea that finally, because the hypocrisy that companies like Disney do, where they go all in on some rights things and then you've got the Uyghurs in China being a genocide over there. Um,
0: as you said with the Star Wars, which is a Disney property, now, yeah, right. Star Wars poster had a, the, the black actor just removed.
1: Instantly. Yeah, yeah, in their posters and stuff. Yeah. I will say I went to see Top Gun yesterday. It's brilliant. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, and I'm just going to say something that my son said. He's eight years old. Came out of the cinema and there's I don't know if you remember it, but there's the son of Goose, was like who dies in the first moment, This guy called Rooster. Yeah. This guy called Rooster. He's got the same as so That's why they look the same. And he he's came made out. On the yeah, 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 exactly. So Rooster, the son, and this is what my son said you know what, if Rooster couldn't grow a moustache, all he really had to do was dig up his dad's body, chop off the head, and then rip off the moustache and he could just put it on himself. This is someone I have to share a <laughs> flat with.
2: <laughs> <laughs> how, that. how
0: terrified am I? I remember that phase as well. <laughs> up next is Thursday's Telegraph. Josh, this is a story that seems to have been airdropped in from 1983 as oh. well, Top Gun 2.
1: Yeah, uh, so um, France's war of words uh, over franglais. I'm sure I remember this being a row about. Oh my God. This yeah. this, I'm, France, I'm, yeah. is, France literally has institutions dedicated to not <laughs> allowing it. Hollywood and English and taking the fish over. Fish and chips. Yeah, and all of that stuff. So this is, but the, the interesting thing here is inter, instead of movies and TV shows, which is what they've traditionally have... have and have yeah. books and it's now about video games. Of course. So now, and of course, because that is actually the biggest uh, multi-billion dollar ent- entertainment industry in the world, much yes. more than cinema and stuff. So the cultural impact that that's having on France, I think they've got a tricky situation here because yeah. the words that they're using to try and replace it, they've got streamer. So instead of streamer, yeah. it's joyeur animator on direct. Mate, you're just going to say streamer. Yeah. And <laughs> esports is joy video de competition. Esports. Good luck, guys. Acronyms or
0: something, don't they, to try to sort of narrow these things down.
1: Yeah.
0: What do you think, Jojo?
2: I just think it's all a load of nonsense that people are losing their minds. I think the French
0: have I I have a little bit of sympathy with the French language. The the French language, they used to have lingua franca, right? I mean Mm. that was you know, that was people sometimes still say that English, American English is the lingua franca of the world must sting a little bit that their language is no longer universally recognized as the language of diplomacy, but they just still want to try and protect it within their own borders. I do kind of understand that. Mm. But all of the lessons of history tell you that in order to be strong, in order to flourish, you need to be porous, you need to be adaptable, you Mm. need to allow these words to come in, at which point they will develop and they're own dialects and so on will overtake them and they just drop a couple of little accents over the... A little grave mm. over streamer, streamer. Yeah, you know, le l- 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 streamer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I <it> always love It's <laughs> <happens, laughs> like
2: with Gaelic, you know, when you, you hear all the Gaelic and then an English word comes in, like yeah. you know, trampoline or something. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's Jodfurs, so all, the, all
0: the wonderful words that the British brought back from the Raj. Jim the, <laughs> uh, Carner and, and uh, bungalow and, and pyjamas. Here is another story that really has literally oh. been aired. Dropped in from the '80s. This is from Thursday's Independent show,
2: Yes. So the Kate Bush fans are furious mm. um, because her music is being used on Stranger Things, which <laughs> I have yet to watch. I've seen a trailer My son for it. it, but I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't know if it's um, a documentary on what's actually happening in the world <laughs> or um, if it's fiction. But yes, yeah, so the use of Kate Bush's uh, music. And so, of course, reaching a newer audience again, yeah. people are discovering Bush mm-hmm. for the first time through Stranger Things, and the fans are furious that she's been discovered and doesn't want them to kind of jump on the bandwagon. They've been fans for years. And how dare so you?
1: Ridiculous. <laughs> man. Be happy. Be <laughs> I, I, happy that new people absolutely. are discovering someone you love. And yeah. Stranger Things is
0: a widely held. It's a, if, I don't know if you genuinely yeah. haven't seen it, but it's mm. it, it's a but, sort of sci-fi series, but it's kind of got a Spielberg vibe, right? Yeah, it's so, sort of and it's a
1: huge, part. huge hit for Netflix. Yeah. So it's great that new Kate Bush fans... I I obviously knew, you grew up on it, yeah. and then there was that documentary a few years ago, and that sort of reopened a lot of people. And I was like, I hadn't realised her artistic,
2: sort of how, how massive, yeah. yeah. I think maybe that one of the complaints is that they won't necessarily become Kate Bush fans, that Kate Bush will be re- well, resigned. So what? But some, some, some of them will. Price, the, the prices stranger, of her tickets. Yeah, yeah.
0: She yeah. only tours once every 10 this years. This will
2: become known as a stranger The only thing, thing that had
0: ever annoyed me, have you ever heard of Keith Jarrett? No. Jazz pianist, and he famously plays entire concerts from scratch, totally improvised, sits down at the piano and just plays whatever comes into his head. His most famous concert was called the Köln concert, Cologne, K-O-L-N, and they used it as the music for the montage on The Night Diana Died. They had, like, a 20-minute montage of her life hmm. in sort of slow-mo, grainy, black and white film, and they used this music. And it ruined it for me. I, oh, I really? love that piece of music, but now whenever I hear it, I remember yeah. that, and I'm not
1: even moved. I'm mm-hmm. not or all moved. Cry even so more. Just remember you cry too much now. That's the <laughs> that, problem. That, that, <laughs>
0: that <laughs> terrible fortnight of, of <laughs> South American-style <laughs> mourning that we entered. Anyway, enough of eighties music. How about eighteen eighties music? This is from tomorrow's Daily Mail, Josh.
1: Yeah. So the Royal Opera House uh, are going to stage a non-racist version of Madame Butterfly. Um, they have been through, they've had experts in and a panel and all this stuff. And they've, the makeup, the costumes and the movement is going to allow it to be a little bit more authentic and strip it of Japanese stereotypes. Mm. And, uh... Madame Butterfly. The the story basically is an American, uh, I think it's a a naval... Yeah, goes across, has a baby, goes back and gets an American... And they're saying that it basically shows the superiority of the West. It's white supremacist. Or, yeah, yeah, or whatever. <clears throat> oh, come on, man! It's just—it's—it's it's an opera. Yeah. Go and go it's, along. It's boring. It's going to be—it's going to be boring anyway. You yeah. know? <laughs> oh, now what it's is- going to be authentically boring. Great. Right.
2: <laughs> but also, again, you—you you can't just whitewash and eradicate. No. You know, things that did happen in our past, and there yeah. was. You know, the, the white supremacy and, you know. Puccini was fascinated, <coughs>
0: excuse me. Puccini was fascinated clearly by the aura, and his last unfinished opera, although it was finished for
1: him, was Turandot,
0: which is where Ness and Dorma comes from, the one that's always oh, okay. sung at the World Cup and
1: everything. Yeah. Ness and Dorma! <laughs> you're, saying, you're talking about opera and football, the two things I know least about. <laughs> but Ness and Dorma <laughs>
0: comes from that, but in that, a uh, if I remember rightly, I don't know, Chinese or Japanese princess. Um, has a long line of suitors that she's had put to death because they're unable to answer a riddle or something. Mm -hmm. It's a very Japanese thing. That's
1: (laughs) Everyone knows that's Japanese. The fact that there's a (laughs) slight hint of, like, the
0: the American education system being a better...
2: (laughs) Thursday's
0: Daily Star, Jojo, this this will help us bring us up to date and demonstrate how much more sane and reasonable we are now than in the world of Puccini and, and, Mm. and white colonialism, right?
2: What this this story this is, about two hundred x tablets stuffed up, someone, up someone's someone's hoo ha? Yes, a woman's hoo ha. Yeah.
0: a woman's hoo. That's yeah. you have to say that now. Yeah. You it's don't the, know that it was a woman's. Yeah, it could be a trans man. Uh, well, it,
2: it says it was a, trans- a woman, but um, yeah, got yeah. Um, yes, that was the mode of transport that yeah. uh, she decided 200 to pills, use. Two hundred pills, More than them, some yeah. sort of pouch, yeah, rather
0: two. than individually, like a what's, what are those? Pe- I mean, I hope it was sweet dispensers, what are they called? The
1: Pez. The Pez, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like those, just press on yeah, the head.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be <laughs> brilliant, wouldn't it? Um, and again, it's this sort of dichotomy or this kind of juxtaposition, the yes. idea that we all, you know, festivals still around the world and are synonymous with drug-taking. Wow. That The festivals still go on and people, you know, there's all that kind of, you know, pretending that people don't take drugs. Yeah. She did what, you know, you shouldn't do, is get caught.
0: I mean, the funny thing with the... Because uh, <laughs> I've never crime. quite understood how the festival works in that. But then a nightclub, it's all understood that the, the bouncers on the door stop people taking in drugs because the, fest, the, the nightclub... Ones they deal it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But the festival yeah. can't be run quite that way, can it? I don't suppose. I don't know. No,
1: I don't think right once, once you're in there... I'm
0: amazed. Apparently a dog sniffed it out. Now, I'm not being funny. I'm genuinely not being funny about this, but I do know this much: MDMA, you know, is not—it's not a powerfully aromatic. It's not like mm. um, marijuana or even mm. cocaine.
1: Mm. But the dogs' noses—you know—they've got those yeah. dogs now that can tell if you've got COVID or not. Yeah. Like they've yeah. got—they can COVID test you to, as more accurate don't than they? dogs. Hey, but I can I just—can I before you move, because I know you look I at—kick that one. I'll say two—two. Two, well, I'll say two things here. First of all, the prosecutor was called Rosemary Proctor. <laughs> That's a good one. That's yeah. a, I like that one. And also, she's been sentenced to two years in prison, suspended for 18 months. So really what she should have done was put the drugs in a cat and then kick the, cat, the yes. cat over the top. And then she probably would have got less, uh, less time. And the cat would have run, run off,
0: yeah, yeah. following yes. the cat around, waiting. On to tomorrow's mirror, Josh. I understand this next story may contain the C word.
1: Yes, just the sea. Uh, The word sea. The word sea. Uh, So it's in the mirror, and a mum has gave birth in the sea, in the ocean. Uh, some people don't think it's particularly sanitary. I don't know, I think this wasn't in the UK, so there probably wasn't raw sewage. Mm. But as uh,
0: people have said before, all we are is a sack of seawater, essentially. We're, we're an organism that has
1: developed an ability yeah. to stop leaking seawater. Exactly. Water. So she put it on Instagram, it's gotten like 200,000 hits, the baby's healthy. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know about... We, we, with our five kids, we're desperate for a water birth. We never managed to get the water birth. Did you I have, have
0: a, all the other elements?
1: Did you do fire? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very <laughs> yeah, <pretty> good. Uh, <laughs> A lot of wind when you're giving birth. <laughs> me. So it I was know. like, if this was the one chance we would have had to yeah. actually... This was her fifth child, I think. So I imagine it was... She obviously finds it fairly
0: easy to pump them out. I mean, my wife was screaming for an epidural. I don't think the gentle rhythm of the tide or the, or the waves, Whatever. you
2: know, would have sufficed. No, you know. I am like that. I give birth yeah. like I'm shelling peas. Do you? you know, touch the sides. No. Wow. Oh,
0: and you're speaking of that in the present tense as well, I like that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> can, we maybe, can we get someone in here to check underneath? <laughs> ah, that's, that's impressive. Two, oh, 200 pills <laughs> just dropped out. <laughs> that really is like shelling peas. <laughs> I do think there is something to be said for like, allowing people to make these crazy decisions. I just don't mm. think they should be bullied into it. That was the midwife yes. like, yeah. f- 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 scandal fiasco thing, wasn't it, where there were these women who were kind of p- being put under pressure To have some kind of natural birth. I think the default should probably be Mm. hospital, you know. But if you say, no, listen, really, seriously, I've thought it through. That's
1: fine. I like the gentle rhythms of the... Yeah, Yeah. but they didn't have, like, a medical person there in any way. So if anything had gone wrong, it could have...
0: No, I know. Staying under the sea for the next story. This is from Tomorrow's Independent. Jojo, you got this one. This is the world's biggest plant, I believe.
2: Oh, yes. I don't really understand it.
1: Basically, there was one seed 4,500 years ago yeah. and that seed has grown into, they thought it was now like this underground, the underwater meadow. thing, meadow, and it isn't, it's just one plant. Four thousand five hundred years is, it's isn't it has been growing. That's extraordinary.
0: Yeah. That is like a whole Bible in a single plant. Four
1: but and a half it, thousand years. But is yeah. it? Is it of any use? Well, no. But it is. It's well. It's light. It's larger <laughs> I mean, than. I
2: don't care how old it yeah. is and what it's done. If well, it's well, it's interesting. Dark, but it is the huge. It's lot more large. Yeah, plant,
1: and it's yeah. larger than the city of Glasgow. I would, would quite argue quite also. It. It's got. <laughs> it's got far more greenery
2: <laughs> than the city of Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's a fun fact. Isn't yeah. It, it is where then they say, what what I is. remember this in the Guinness
0: Book of Records I had as a kid the world's oldest living organism was a creosote ring. I think it was somewhere in a desert in California. I don't know. It was like a sort of stain on the outside of a boulder. Uh, oh, sorry, right,
1: the inside that- of a crater. Wow. Just like a dog. You actually read the bits in that. See, I just looked at the pictures like, Wow, that, that guy's tall.
2: <laughs> but you were <laughs> like, but that, was,
1: big that chair, was you Josh. going, Oh, this is John the creosote. Interesting. Very really good. <laughs>
0: out. An absolute pleasure. That's all we have time for. Thank oh? you to my guests. Yeah. I'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. My guests will be Nick Dixon and Simon Fanshaw.
1: Thanks for listening to Headliners, the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode again. And if you enjoyed it, leave me a nice comment. Speak to you at the same time tomorrow for the paper review that's never boring.